there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk. Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! We are into the last two weeks of season 22 23. It started well, way back at the end of July. 2022 with the World Cup in between but most of the big issues have been decided certainly top of the table Celtic are the champions we know that in the championship we know what happened there Dundee are coming up and Partick Thistle 3-0 at the weekend against Air United but who is going to go down that's one of the big questions we'll be speaking with Barry Ferguson and Mark Guidi a lot coming up we've got games Wednesday night and then this weekend the top six play on Saturday and the bottom six on Sunday. And Mark Guidi, that's going to be crucial, especially at the bottom, because really no change at the weekend. No, plenty to play for, uh, Paul. You know, the one thing that's come out of the weekend, St Johnson now safe, so it is going to be Dundee United, Kilmarnock of Ross County. Take your pick, who's going to finish bottom, go straight down, and who's going to finish in the 11th spot and play more than likely Partick Thistle in a playoff, and whoever finishes 10th um, will stay up. I think Barry and I have got our of using what might happen Paul over the next two games but I think it shows the beauty of the split what's going on in the bottom six that's why I love the split they all play each other and it provides drama the studio's been changed a bit Barry hasn't it they've got more and more branding up here it's like uh, GMB <laughs> Phil's gone but Barry's still here it does feel a bit like <laughs> come on is there a split with you two tell because tell, tell, we know who'll win Barry <laughs> Yeah, I'll be Phil back. <laughs> it's been wonderful all those years. Barry. He's one of my favourites, Holly. Uh, yeah, indeed. <laughs> Barry. I'm just trying to work out who you are, Paul. Yeah, exactly. I don't know who this is. Dermot O'Leary or something in there. Just, listen, on the football itself, we haven't mentioned yet Celtic top of the table, but they've lost again at the weekend. Rangers a win. You're taking it. It was interesting in the office. You talked about it in, on Friday. How much does it matter? What are you seeing in Celtic? Is Ange sending a message to the board? We need some new players to be right at the top level next season. Well, I, I, I certainly thought at the weekend um, they would have got a, a well, Posta Coglu would have got a response um, from obviously the disappointing result at Ibrox the, the previous week. Um, that didn't materialise, and uh, I, I just think it's shown that. Um, Celtic will go and go and strengthen, um, no doubt about it. Um, and I said that whether they, they won the remaining games or they didn't, I still believe that um, he will go and make a, a number of signings um, three, four, even five signings, Paul. Um, but they've got to remember they've got a, a cup final um, mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks against Cali Thistle, and I think they'll make it tough. Um, and their form's not been not been great. Let's be honest. No, not just about the last two results. I think over the last maybe six or seven weeks they've been slightly off it. I know they've got the the wins that were needed to secure the the league title, but I think their performances have been well below par. Um, 
what they have the the, the previous thirty odd games, um, no doubt about it. So that will be something that Poster Coglu will, will want to um, make sure that they get back to to playing the way that he wants. Um, as I said, because they've got two league games to go, plus they've got the opportunity to win a treble. But in all honesty, their form ain't great. So I think come the summer you will see a few changes at Celtic as well. I thought, uh, yeah, St Mirren, you know, worked hard and, and, and sort of did what they had to do. And we uh, we didn't really sort of, you know, control the game as well as, you know, we usually do. Mainly because, you know, we just didn't sort of work as hard on the defensive side of our game. It's fair to say the last couple of weeks we've gone off that a little bit. And uh, that, that doesn't allow us then to sort of, you know, be relentless in the way we play. And, you know, allows the opportunity for the opposition to sort of, you know, get up the park. Mark, that's a phrase you don't hear often from Ange Postacoglu about his own team not working hard enough. Yeah, yeah, you know, the last couple of games he's, he's left a wee bit on them. I think his team selection Saturday was very interesting. You know, I thought, oh, he'll, he'll give Kobayashi another chance, let him see, not boom, out of the team. Iwata in um, at centre-half, which was a, a, a surprise um, inclusion in terms of the position. So Kobayashi left in no doubt. And the manager, you know, he just he's ruthless, Paul. He's absolutely ruthless, yeah. He's got a nice way about him, he's got a nice manner, but behind the scenes, if you ain't doing it, um, you're out. So, look, as he pointed out, you, and I thought it was a great phrase, um, you know, heavyweight champion of the world doesn't win every round. I thought it was a brilliant analogy. Um, that said, there's a message in there too, and it'll be to himself. Well, you know, He'll have his chat with the board and they can, you know, whatever it's going to be with budget and all that. But I look at his team, he's outfield. Since he's been at the club for two years, Joe Hart, Carter Vickers, Starfelt, Taylor... McGregor, Kyogo, Jota, pretty much every game for 90 minutes. Okay, you take the goal out of it. Six outfield players. Maeda and Hitati, non-stop, since he came to the club 15, 16 months ago. Eventually there comes a point where you can't ring any more out of them. And I know Celtic's got a good squad, you can bring in Hatsavanovic and O'Reilly and, and, you know, whatever. But I think it, it, it's clear to move on and improve and to keep your manager, most importantly, to keep your manager stimulated and hungry, you've got to go and back him. And I would, I think you'll be looking for three top signings, three proper signings to go and play in the first team. No bench fillers. There's enough, with the greatest respect, there's enough of them, there's enough squad players. I think he needs three big proper ones. Maybe a centre half, maybe another centre mid, and maybe another number, number nine. You're, you're, you're kind of spine... The team. A lot of people will say Joe Hart again lost a poor goal yeah. the weekend. Where does that leave Joe Hart? I still stand by him, Paul. I'd have him all day long. But I think there's um, and what what Postecoglou won't do is if Celtic beat Inverness and win the treble, he won't think everything's great again. Yeah. He knows, he knows exactly what's required, and that's just looking at the squad, not taking into account what they might lose. If one or two big bigs come in for certain players, they might decide. You know what? We'll top up our kitty and cash in on these guys. But at the moment, yeah, I think he's going to look for three proper first team players to come in and make a difference week in week out you mentioned the boxing analogy yeah look um, you know there's no doubt you know the lads always find a way and, and you know Cal you know is, is the leader of that but he's part of it as well yeah it's his responsibility it's all of us collectively there's no hiding from it starts with me and uh, and then the group but again like this is uh, you know these guys are champions they've won the title I just said before that you know when when the heavyweight champion of the world lifts the, the belt he 
It doesn't have to have one all every round. Well, Celtic fans, what are you thinking? You know the number, 0808 17 17 700. And today, uh, another report coming in, and it's from Fabrizio Romano. He's really well respected, Mark, isn't he? Yeah. He's a foreign correspondent. Yeah. He says that Ange Postacoglu is still on the radar of Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah. Of course, are uh, careering towards a, the, one of their worst seasons. So, yeah. listen, nobody here in Scotland would want Ange Postacoglu to leave well not many but if you're a Rangers fan he's transformed that club but it shows you how it can change quickly so Celtic Wands what are you thinking and what about those replacements or to replenish the sides not replacements because yeah. you'd want to keep them improve it yeah and there could everyone in Scottish football's up for sale aren't they Barry it could be somebody you don't want to go who could be on his way out yeah everybody's got a price Paul yeah. Um, if that's your best player um, in, the, in the team if he matches the valuation that the club put on him well, they're going to do business. That that's just the nature of the beast up in up in Scotland in in terms of transfers. But I I, I can't see Poster Coglu leaving. Um, from Rangers point of view, I was I was talking to my old man yesterday about mm-hmm. it, and he was the same. He turned around to me and says, "He's not going to leave, is he?" I said, "Nah, I don't <laughs> think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think well, he's going to be then. here for a, another um, year or two. Because certainly, listen, I, I've been really impressed with him. But listen to him there. Um, I know he's saying that that they're already champions, but you can hear he, he's not too happy. Mm-hmm. I think but behind the scenes he'll be he'll be quietly fuming because he had a record to go and break. Yep. I think that's yep. um, things that he would want to have achieved. But again, if I maintain what I said, if Celtic had won all the remaining games, I still believe that he would have been out and strengthened them. No doubt about yeah. it. I think Celtic. I don't know. Start roughly. That they've dropped more points since they clinched the league than they had in the previous thirty odd yeah. games. Mm-hmm. You know, um, something like that along those along those lines. But look, you can understand why they're taking their foot off the gas. But he doesn't want that to happen as a cup final uh, to play for. There's prizes to go for. Um, you've got to go and entertain your fans um, and keep them happy. And as much as Celtic have been absolutely sensational this season, they have been off the boil. You know, Saturday wasn't an isolated game. Um, even yeah. in the two recent Rangers victories in the cup yeah. final and the cup semi-final they played well but they weren't they brilliant they've only played well in a couple of games probably maybe in the last seven or eight sure. the points gap changed then didn't it obviously on Saturday Celtic with one point 2-2 with St Mirren and we're going to talk St Mirren what a performance Curtis Main uh, could have had three or four goals Saints fans what are you thinking about St Mirren who've had an amazing season uh, so then Sunday Hibs against Rangers Rangers dominated 3-1 win it was 3-0 until what, right at the end of the game here is Michael Beale afterwards mentality of the group today was absolutely fantastic because the preparation couldn't have been any worse we lost um, Alfredo and Glenn Kamara yesterday in training Rabi uh, was on the bench but wasn't able to go on Scott Wright we lost overnight as well Scott Arfield came on where he's playing through a problem. So actually coming to the game today and knowing Hibs have been in such good form and unbeaten in four, I thought it might be an interesting day for us because we probably had 12 players that are not available. So I think the mentality of the starting team was absolutely outstanding. I thought we were clearly the better team. Hibs obviously fighting for a European place, but you didn't feel that in the game. I thought we were we were comfortable throughout, certainly after James scored the free kick and um, really pleased with the three goals today. James on his 400th game, it's a fantastic moment again for from him as a captain to get us in front. Yanis, his first goal in 15 months and what he's been through, I'm, I'm delighted for him and then Todd again. But I would probably say today, it's strangely really because we were dominant in the game in terms of the ball, but I thought John Suit was absolutely outstanding. You agree, Barry? I see you nodding. Yeah, but yeah. by a country mile. Yeah. I thought he was outstanding mm. yesterday. What did um, you like about him? Just everything. Uh, first and foremost, I like a defender defending mm-hmm. and he done that exceptionally yesterday, but on the ball, 
his passing range is 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 excellent. Driving out of defence, um, yeah, he he's got everything John Suter. And I said that in the summer when when Rangers signed him. The, the only question that mark against him is we all know he said some horrendous uh, horrendous injuries in terms of his Achilles, but I just hope he can keep fit. And if he keeps fit, he is going to be a massive player for Rangers. He was head and shoulders above everybody on the pitch yesterday. What about the captain, James Tavernier? It's kind of written in the stars. 400 games, 101 goals, and almost exactly in the spot from his first goal for Rangers. Yeah, but I mean, I think we speak about James Tavernier virtually every couple of weeks. Um, yep, great technique from the, the, the free kick. He, his numbers, again, are um, are scary in terms of a right-back position. Um, going forward he's excellent defensively yep there is a question mark over that but I think overall if you look at what James Tavernier's produced for Rangers over the years um, he's been a, a, an excellent signing um, and as I said yesterday another goal great technique I'm sure if you asked Big Marsh I think he could have done better um, but um, that, that's what James Tavernier's done since he's he signed with Rangers and I'll go back to it me and Mark have spoke about it plenty of times for £300,000 yeah. he's been, a, he's been yeah. a, a top signing for Rangers Mark are we seeing the bones now of the new Rangers for next season? Well, certainly <clears throat> uh, as Barry pointed out as you said there Paul and, and the manager said John Souter yeah. um, so there, there's a really good starting point um, and I said on Friday night he is the identical of what Michael Beale wants in a certain half and um, I know he's not played a lot of games, but it reminded me of his, his cup final performance for Hearts when you know he knew he was going to Rangers and he still turned in. I thought he was man of the match um, that day. Anyway, so there, there, yeah. there's a, a great point, and let's hope for, for everybody that he stays injury free. He's absolutely due a break. James Tavernier, look, Paul, he's, he's he's brilliant for Rangers. I mean, genuinely, would Rangers get a better right back? No, they wouldn't. Would they get somebody that contributes the way they do? No, they wouldn't. And see if he could defend. See if he was a brilliant defender. The greatest respect, he wouldn't be playing in this league. He'd be away, you know, somebody would buy him for, for, for 20 million quid and he'd yeah. be away. So, yeah, he, he's got one or two wee deficiencies. That's to be expected. That's why you're up here. But you take the positives. I, I just think people want to focus on the negatives sometimes with Tavernier. Look yeah. at what he brings and he brings consistency. He brings a leadership. Now, there's no doubt about that. He brings a leadership. And for that area, he brings goals and he brings assists. So, he's he's... Excellent for Rangers, no doubt about it. Yeah, Mark spot on. See if he was as good at defending as he as he has attacking in terms of scoring goals um, and whipping balls. And he, he wouldn't be he'd be playing in the the, the, the Premier League. So again, I, I'm big on it. He, and he splits opinion. Sure. But he I don't know how many well, arguments I've yeah. had over him. Um, and again, Mark makes another brilliant point. Where would you get another right back that contributes the amount that Tavernier does to to, to Rangers? He's pulled them out. Of, I like a few holes um, and uh, as I said uh, I think he's been a really good Rangers player Some bad news to the Rangers fans was the news about Conor Goldson Here's the manager Conor will be out for about 10 weeks he had a funny land on his foot with a couple of minutes to go last week he wanted to play on uh, afterwards we, we've had it scanned and seen a specialist so he'll probably be about 6 weeks 
where he's just got to try and stay off it and then a four-week, five-week rehab back into the start of next season. So all going well, he'll be available for the first game of next season, albeit he, he might have a slightly modified pre-season compared to the others. It's uh, th This season seems to have been the worst season ever with, with injuries for the club or certainly in my time associated with the club in the two spells. So let's hope that that's out the way and next year we get a clean bill of health. So That'd be huge for Rangers. They want him back as soon as possible. Yeah, he's, listen, he's he's been a, a major player for Rangers in terms of he's a, a real leader at, at the back and they, they did miss him. You've seen the difference when he's come into the team over the, the last few weeks. Um, but again, it was good. It was an opportunity for John Souter and young Leon King yeah. as well yesterday. I know everything's on John Souter and rightly so because he was, as I said, the best player in the park. The young man, Leon King, done really well. And remember, he got brought into the, the first team a difficult yeah, period Champions League yep. and, yep. and I thought the young man handled uh, handled his, himself really well so it was good to see they two mm. playing um, alongside each other but again Connor Golson hopefully he's going to be back for the, the first game of the season because he, he will be a big he will sorry have a big part to play in the Rangers team next year Mark, so many injuries this year for yeah. Rangers. You do see the change. The results are improving. Um, they're not getting carried away with it, but what did you think then after it 3-1 at the end they lost that late, late goal? Yanis Hadji getting a goal as well. That'll do, that's his first goal in a long time. What will that do yeah. for him? Yeah, listen, goals don't do any harm at all. Uh, Paul, two games to go. For Rangers, they want to take six points. You know, There'll be one or two players, maybe the manager's still 50-50 over, um, but he'll have answers for, for most of them. Um, he's even now talking about boys that are out of contract having conversations the likes of Barisic and Lundstrom which is interesting also the right thing to do um, and I think everybody will see it um, whether they want to see it internally and in public but you know if they ain't going to sign you need to move them on yeah. that's it you know it's it's as straightforward as that mm -hmm. you guys aren't going to sign we need to get because Lundstrom's on a big wage and he's worth something in the market likewise Barisic will get money for Barisic and I'm liking the look of, of Yilmaz more and more um, you know, if he can get a run you know, as, as Michael Beale said they have had a lot of injuries to be honest Paul most clubs have injuries you're not going to go through a season with 20 players not getting, not getting an injury so you just need to bite it and go on with it and, and keep your fingers crossed in certain situations but yes if you if you think that Michael Beale is going to bring in the four or five players the way he's talking about it um, can I see Rangers being a force next season yes I can mm -hmm. Barry where do you stand on those that might be going out having seen it in the last couple of weeks you I said last yeah. week if they're not yeah. prepared to commit themselves are they unsure that I, and if there's a slight doubt in their mind yeah. off you pop you're sold because they, they are worth money in the, the transfer market no doubt about it I'm sure there'll be a, a right few clubs if they became available but they can't allow it to, to happen um, and I'm not surprised that Initial talks have, have began with both Barisic and, and Lindstrom and Kamara's in that, that same boat as well. So if they're not going to be part of Michael Beale's squad going forward or if he wants them to be part and they're not wanting to commit, well, they go and they're sold because I'm sure there would be a few clubs that would certainly take the three players. And Rangers today in the incoming department, it's reported from Ecuador that the man we spoke about last week, Jose Cifuentes, on the brink of reaching an agreement to sign
from LAFC. So we'll see. Rangers fans, what are you thinking then? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. There's a spring in the step of the Rangers fans. The Celtic fans will be thinking cup final soon. But before that, games on Wednesday and this weekend. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! Thanks Chris for the traffic and travel. This is Paul Cooney from the heart of Glasgow. The Gorbals, the new Gorbals apparently. The sun is shining. What about the weather today, Mark? It's beautiful. 19 and a half degrees when we yeah. came in here a few hours ago for the preparation. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, he's laughing at me. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just doing our, uh, our sound yeah. checks and stuff. It was. It was great. You know, really good weather. Um, let's hope it continues. Yeah. I always think in the build-up to the Scottish Cup finals and Barry played in, in five of them and, and won them. I always remember Scottish Cup day. Yeah beautiful I yeah. mean you know the sun was always shining just great day to go out and play football the kind of the showpiece game of the yeah. of the season yeah. and uh, good weather planned for this weekend as well Paul because on Saturday good fixtures but Sunday the bottom six my god that's yeah. that's going to be tasty we'll talk about it shortly the cup final though a week on Saturday 5.30 terrible kickoff time isn't it for Celtic against uh, Inverness Cali Thistle do you want to know who the referee is for the match it's John Beaton confirmed as the referee for the cup final and on VAR Stephen McLean the days of telling you the fourth official is going to go on isn't it so yeah. uh, Stephen McLean in charge basically on VAR on VAR yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but John Beaton the cup final yeah, referee I watched, I watched John on, on yeah. Saturday yeah. Uh, he was in charge of Kilmarnock against St Johnson sent off the straight red to the, the young boy uh, David Watson who's a really good yeah. player for Kilmarnock big future in the game absolutely no doubt about that at first watching it live I thought mm, I didn't think it was a red looking back at it fair play to, to John Beaton he called it absolutely absolutely right yeah he, he had a good game Saturday John Beaton and mentioning Stephen McLean obviously in charge the other Stephen McLean at the moment since Callum Davidson has gone Barry I wonder if he is going to get the job at St Johnson given the fact that he's kept them up yeah I would expect him to get yep. the job as you just said there Paul he, he, he's kept St Johnson in the Premier League which was um, St Johnson's aim um, yep. and, and I like seeing young managers being given the, the, the opportunity and he speaks well I listen yep. to him after the game um, I like what he's saying they were obviously safe now they've got two games to go is that them get their flip flops and speedos out and he's like no no way um, his teams are, um, are not like that he's He's wanting to go up to Dingwall on Wednesday night and make sure they, they try and get a victory. Um, and then um, at, at home against Livingston um, next Sunday. So, yeah, but I hope Stephen McLean gets it. He was a young apprentice Aye. when I was at, at Rangers and, and he went on to have a, a really good career. Um, suffered a few serious knee injuries. Um, he actually suffered it when he was 16, um, when he yeah. was at Rangers, his, his first cruciate. But a real good player, Stephen McLean. Um, and it's good to see that he's got the opportunity in management and I would like to think that St Johnson are going to give him it on a, a full-time basis. Mark, if he gets it, do you think he'll do well? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, you know, he, he had a remit to keep um, St Johnson up. He, he's managed that with with two games to, to go. Um, you know, I think you, you see the players are uh, rejuvenated. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if, if, if Steve Brown wants to go down that road of of offering the job to Stephen McLean, then yeah, I think it's a good move, absolutely. Other scorelines at the weekend. So Saturday, Hearts, a good win for them against Aberdeen. They had gone a goal down through Matty Pollock, but Josh Ginelli, was that goal of the season contender, Barry? What a strike from Ginelli. And then Shanklin well, with the well, winner. Well, he's not going to get it now, because oh, Jota's already I know. I know. <laughs> a contender, though. It would have been some strike, wasn't it? Yeah, listen, it's a, a brilliant result for Hearts. Um, that 
I think they're two points behind. Is that right? Yep, they're two points yeah, behind um, Aberdeen. Yeah, so fifty-four, fifty-two. That makes that bit exciting. Um, so yep. Um, again, Nasey is he going to get the the job at Hearts on a full-time basis? Um, too early to say. Let's see what happens. Yeah, the next two I, games. I think they'll leave it to the the, the final two games to see how he he, he gets on. Um, it'll be interesting to see if Hearts do. Uh, give him the, the job but that was an important three points for Hearts at the weekend Paul see on sorry just to say on Ginelli's goal it, yeah. it was brilliant yeah. sensational but I want to mention Shankland's finish yeah. the quality of Shankland's finish and I think if anybody was any doubt that Lorne Shankland could go and play for Rangers or not because he's been linked with Rangers yeah. once or twice and sometimes he always just includes Celtic the old for a minute but he's been more specifically linked with Rangers and Rangers on the lookout probably for two number nines I always liked Lon Shanklin also he could handle anyway he's an international footballer too but the quality of that finish on Saturday suggested to me that he could go and play for Rangers all day long What did you like about it? Was it his movement the way His he movement probably you look at the angle back, the way it's yeah. come across the way he's just shaped his foot and postage stamp you know probably nine other strikers out of ten that's going into the stand but just to do it at the near post and just angle himself to put it in I know Ginelli's was catches the eye because it's you know twenty two yards out and it's postage yeah. stamp, but for me Shanklin's, I think it was the finish of the weekend. Yeah, it was a great goal. What about Livy then? We wondered with the, yeah. the summer suntan oil on a couple of weeks ago, but at last they won. A crushing blow though for Dundee United, but a good win for Livy. Ian Hart's got the goal for United, but it was uh, James Penrice and Bruce Anderson. What a mistake! But he did so well, Barry. Yeah, didn't he? and you yeah. hear Jim Goodwin the, the the goals that they lost. He was he was he wasn't happy. Um, let's be honest. And I I said it months ago, even before Jim came in. I, I feared for Dundee United. I, I just look at them and and it's a kind of I wouldn't say it's a one man bandwagon, but Stephen Fletcher is the the player. Yeah the go-to uh, player but I fear for St John's uh, for sorry Dundee United um, and they've got a, a couple of tricky games um, the final two games of the, the, the season so it'll be interesting to see where they, they end up but I mean if you're asking my opinion I, I think they're going to finish in the bottom I, I really do Motherwell against uh, Ross County right at the death mm-hmm. uh, Van Veen the late penalty. What did you think? I mean, great result for Motherwell, but it was Ross County who really needed to get something from the game. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it was a penalty kick again. It was a good yeah. spot uh, by Var and, and fair play to Kevin Van Veen, nine games in a row. But you have to feel for Ross County, Paul. Okay, the, yeah. the goal came in the 99th minute, 12 minutes of stoppage time. Rob County, Ross County were robbed of a chance to score because Don Robertson blew his whistle too early. And that's you've got to allow the game to flow. That gave it the difference between Ross County staying up and going down. What was the problem it's with that? Sorry, enough. for those that didn't see it, I saw it. So, but it's, it's, it's the Don, new rules. Don isn't Robertson's it? blown for a penalty. Yep. And as the balls rolled across him, it's an initial challenge. The Ross County players heard the whistle and not given it his full focus and attention and has put the ball over. Now, had the whistle not gone, yep. I think you're probably expecting the Ross County guy to score, but he's heard the whistle and thought, well, it doesn't make any difference. The penalty check then goes to VAR and VAR overrules Don Robertson so they don't get the penalty and then they've obviously they've, they've wasted a chance because yeah. the, the whistle's gone from 10 yards out. So it was an absolute shocker. It really was and I have to be honest I was very impressed with Malky Mackay keeping his composure the way that he did at full time when he was doing his, his media duties because that was an absolute shocker what's happening and that could really come back to haunt them over the next two games Paul it's not good enough it's absolutely not good enough that could have been three points for them and I saw it you explained it really well thank you Um, it's cruel 
Barry, isn't it? It is not good enough. So you don't get the penalty, it's not, you don't get the it's, goal. Um, it's yeah. a shambles, if I'm being honest. And that, yeah. that could cost Ross County mm. their Premier well, League um, yeah. status. But uh, to be fair, Mark again makes a good point there. Malky's held his cell together after the game because he'd be absolute seething um, with, with, with that decision. But I still, going on about who's going to go down, I still think Ross County are going to have a, have enough to get, to get out of it. I really do. You're thinking it's Dundee United? Yeah, I I, I think it's... Yeah, look, looking at the fixed, I mean, it's hard to... Yeah. Depends who holds our nerves yeah, in, in sure, these yeah. games. Um, it's squeaky yeah. bum time for these these uh, clubs at, at the bottom. Sure. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see Wednesday night's fixtures. Yeah, Ross County, St. Johnson. Yeah, yeah, and then you're hearing Stephen McLean with his interview know that they're going to go up there and, mm-hmm. and give it everything to try and win but Ross County at home are a, a decent a decent outfit um, and then Dun United and Kilmarnock yeah. Yeah. we'll talk to you about that in the next hour yeah. there's so much happening we haven't mentioned yet Barry disaster New Douglas Park at the weekend yeah. Aki's up against Airdrie Aki's Looked as though they were going to go through and then late goal goes mm. to extra time, goes to penalty 6 5 to Airdrie. And well done, Airdrie. But for the Yeah, Ackies, you've got to congratulate yeah. Airdrie. Um, no doubt about it. I watched the game. It wasn't a, a brilliant game of football, but sometimes you get that because there's a lot of nerves involved. Um, but that's a sore one for, for Hamilton Ackies. Um I've been looking to see if there's been any announcement in terms of what way they're going to go forward. Are they going to remain full time? Um, and I think there's a few players out of contract. Um, so, yeah, that's a sore one for for um, Hamilton. Brilliant for Airdrie going into the championship. They've been out the championship for a number of years now, and they've failed in the, the playoffs quite a few times. But um, yeah, my local club going down to the the League One. It's a sore one to take, but hopefully they can they can bounce back. But again, when you look at the clubs that are in. League One. Oh yeah, that's going yeah. to be a that's going yeah. to be a Falkirk, Falkirk, Falkirk Rangers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Mark for Airdrie, Queen of the South. Yeah, yeah. sure, yeah, yeah. Marvin down there. Yeah. But good, good news for the Diamonds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Reese McCabe, young yeah. manager, possibly the youngest yeah. in the country. Actually, um, entertaining football. I think we've listened to Steve McGinn a few times. He is the kind of team that can score five or concede five. You know, they they really go for it. Um, might leave themselves a bit open at times, but that's the way the manager wants to play. And a credit to them. They've certainly been entertaining this season. They've managed to hold on there. They've won in penalty kicks. Um, and as I say, delighted for, for Airdrie. But yeah, you just wonder where that leaves um, Hamilton Aki's going forward. Yeah, Aki's fans are, what are you thinking? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700 or Airdrie fans, they will be absolutely delighted that um, they got that result. What a night it was there. Okay, the headlines tonight. Fabrizio Romano reports today that Ange Postacoglu is still on the radar of Tottenham. Um, but Barry says he doesn't think he will go this season. Uh, Celtic dropped more points. What are you thinking? Is there a lack of quality on the bench? Not as good, maybe, as we thought a month ago. And Rangers motoring on at the moment, but they have lost. Rangers. Celtic have won the title, but they've narrowed it to eight points. What are you thinking, Rangers fans? Uh, Todd Cantwell did well again at the weekend. And you heard the guy speaking a few moments ago about this man, uh, Michael Beale, praising John Souter. He is indeed. Imagine John yep. Suter without injuries. I think John Suter is an excellent football player and I think that the most important thing for him now is he get, gets through this week, gets a good off-season and comes back strong after a good pre-season. He's not been able to have one for a while in terms of a, a solid pre-season. But, you know, as I say, with, you know, Holanda, Goldson and, and Davis not available to us, Suits and King 
also mentioned to Leon Kings. He's a young lad. He had a huge experience at the first half of the season. Football was a little bit harsh to him, albeit he was living his dream in our, in our first team. But I thought today to come in for his first start in seven months or whatever it was, I thought he did really well. And always starting to show a nice aggression to his game, not only just being a, a nice technical centre-half, he needs to show an aggression. And uh, I thought he showed that today as well. Good words there, isn't it, about uh, King, who was part of the team when it was Giovanni Van Bronker. Seems a long time ago. Yeah, it does. But uh, again, I'm, I'm thinking back to that time. I think Leon King um, done well during that period. I've got to be honest with you. When Rangers were struggling, I thought the young man handled himself um, in, a, in a brilliant manner. He's had a few injuries. He's been out of the team. But uh, again, I, I thought he'd done really well at the weekend. And Michael Beale mentioned there, I did see a, a different side of him. He was more aggressive. Um, I, I think like defenders nowadays, you want them to be nice football players. And I get it. That's the way teams want to play. But you've got to defend first and foremost. Um, and certainly done that yesterday. And that's something um, in terms of John Souter. When, when I seen John Souter, when it was Hearts, um, there was one side, it was a physical side, I wasn't too sure about it, but he certainly obviously beefed himself up. And he he looks he looks apart just now and I just hope that he can be injury free because for me, if he's 100% fit, he plays. He, he plays in the Rangers stand 11, John Sure. The manager also spoke about a guy who scored and he's been out for what, it was almost a year, wasn't it? He's speaking about Yanis Hadji. Yeah, listen, Yanis is a, is a boy that, that's so professional and works so hard and football's his life. So when that's taken away for a period like it was for him, it's really cruel, you know, living away from family and, and whatnot and some dark days. But the rehab team, the physio's done a great job to get him back in the games. I thought first half today, he was a bit slow in moments, but you could see once he got the goal, it sort of brought him to life again. He's still trying to get his his fitness and his match legs back in 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 at this level, different training and planning the odd reserve team game. So delighted for him and you can see his teammates he's a well-liked member of the group I think he's a player again that next season you would expect a lot more from Do you think he'll be here next season Barry? Well it depends if, if somebody comes in with an offer that they, they, they can't refuse in terms of Hadji to be fair before he scored his goal he wasn't having the best of days he, he looked very he looked a long way off it but that's to be expected for been out for 12 or so months I know he's been back since around about the February time but it does you uh, said it's going does, to take a long yeah, time yeah you've yep. got to give him look this season was a write off in terms of looking at his performances it was just making sure he could get on the field and and play the, the game of football but once he, he scored his goal it did it gave him a major boost and you've seen the qualities that he definitely possessed but um, whether he's going to be here or not he's one that's in a long term deal that he signed when he was out injured and he's one that um, Rangers may look to, to cash in on if somebody comes up with a decent number that meets their, their valuation of Hadji This time last week we were talking about goalkeepers we are talking about Robbie McCrory who's had a great start tougher game for him yesterday Barry what did you feel? Yeah it was he, he, he flapped a, um, a couple of crosses uh, and it's always it's on the spotlight when in terms of a goalkeeper it's it's a tough it's a tough gig being a being a goalkeeper um, be but crazy, listen it's one of the ones he could let it affect him but one mm. thing I will say about him when he made the mistakes it didn't seem to bother him then he finished the first half and then he made another mistake where Hibs nearly nearly scored where he could come out and be more aggressive with the, the, the punch um, but I still think he's a, a quality goalkeeper um, young McCrory 
so it'll be interesting to see who they bring in and who's going to be the, the number one because he's shown me enough that he has got the qualities to be a Rangers number one Mark, you know you were a keeper so yeah. you need you need the talent which he has but you also get experience I suppose you only get it by playing yeah there was an interesting quote for me from Michael Beale um, about that when he, he didn't specifically say goalkeeper or Robbie McCoy he didn't specifically say number nine centre for what he said at both ends of the pitch you need experiences it's not going to be a season for rookies and that made me think okay he, he's definitely looking for a Butland or somebody that type now that doesn't mean to say that Butland will come in and be number one although you would expect him to be but I think it, it shows that he's looking for somebody and I can understand why if it didn't come to pass and he ends up going with McCrory then fair enough but as I've said I like McCrory he's definitely talented my point would be can he do it over 40 games and it's a big big ask for a young goalkeeper you know to do it at Ibrox for 50,000 every week with so much at stake um, but I think he would still challenge um, the likes of a Butland um, if he came in so I definitely think with Robin McCrory he's either number one or he's number two yeah. he's not going anywhere he's worked his way up in the pecking order and he'll be there um, challenging for, him for that for that spot and he had a couple of ropey moments yesterday yeah listen what goalkeeper what goalkeeper doesn't yeah but and listen that that's experiences mm-hmm. yep. that, that'll um, that'll make him even even stronger um, no doubt about it but that, that is a position that they are definitely going uh, going to sorry uh, strengthen no, no doubt about it uh, but young McCrory is definitely in me a shout he being the, the, the Rangers number one and, and the problem with Jack Butland as I've mentioned before he's not played a lot of football over the last few years he, his last lengthy spelling goals was at Stoke City I, I looked up I think it was 156 or 157 games well, he good. played um, but then he's obviously moved on and he's not played that much um, since but listen he, he's a quality goalkeeper he was a young goalkeeper at Birmingham when I was there yeah. uh, he's, he has he's a, he's a presence mm-hmm. one thing about he's a big boy 6'4", um, 6'5", six, six, Jack is well built um, he fills the goal and that's what I like goalkeepers that, that fill the goal um, so it certainly looks to me that that one's near enough over the line as well Jack Butland Sounds like it, doesn't it? Because yep. at the weekend after Friday night, came back in. I saw, you know, they were mentioning in some of the sites Jack Butland could well be coming to Rangers. What are you thinking, Rangers fans? You know the number 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Huge game down in England tonight. Newcastle can confirm the top four position if they draw, and Leicester really need a win. We'll talk about that next, but also we've got VAR, our own GAR. That's coming up for a couple of contentious issues at the weekend. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! G-A-R The Go-Assisted Referee on the Go Radio Football Show with CSD Air Conditioning. Committed to always providing a professional and speedy service. This time every week we look at the VAR decisions at the weekend the good news is it's like last week there's not that many hugely contentious issues that's true Barry isn't it because remember a month ago two months ago three months ago every weekend there was Um, Chris has been on a Celtic fan he was at the game and he said Jota was that not um, a free kick against them it didn't go to VAR or whatever but Mark well what did you feel about it I don't think there was a lot in it Paul uh, to be honest no I thought it was fine Jim I think we'd agree there was, there was nothing really in it Barry you'd have to search through the listen if you're a Celtic fan you might yeah, think I, it, I watched yeah. it again when I, I came into mm. the office and um, yeah it's, it's nothing really I, I, it's never a 
a booking or, or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I think we just move on to the, the next one. Okay, Todd Cantwell, did he make too much of it? The I thought it was soft, from... Paul. I, yeah, I'll be honest with you, the, the, the foul with James Tavernier scoring the, the goal, I did think it was soft, but the problem that the Hibs defenders got is when he actually, he's actually winning the ball, but then he throws his arm out. That's the problem he's got, and I think that's where the referee... Um, deems it as a foul yeah. as soon as he lifts his, his arm and it kind of I think when about the throat area or just above uh, Todd Cantwell's chest um, I can see why he's given it but in my opinion it is a soft mm. soft free kick Cantwell exaggerated it a bit didn't he but the problem yeah, but was I, I but you wouldn't have given Paul, sure, I would yeah. do the same in that position but if yeah. you were the referee you wouldn't have given the free kick probably not I can see why he's given it sure Mark what did you think yeah I, I thought it was a foul um but when you look at it, and, and I'm not just not specific to the to the Cantwell incident yesterday, but what I would ask myself, and I do a lot of these these mm. things, would he give a penalty for that? I don't think he would. Oh, yeah. And when you mm. see the amount of tugging and pulling and everything goes on at every know. corner kick in yeah. every game, mm. you're thinking to yourself, if the amount of fouls that you give for things outside the box, there would probably there should be then, if you're going to be consistent, a penalty just about every set piece. Yeah. Every set piece there's either a it's either a penalty or there's a foul against the the, 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 uh, the attacking team because it so uh, yeah I think it was a foul but um, again there's, there's a lack of uh, consistency Mark we mentioned it earlier on um, you think the referee got it right the red card at Kilmarnock St Johnson David Watson yeah yeah, young uh-huh. David, yeah it was a foul on Cammy Ballantyne um, and uh, yeah I think it was a, a foul at first I thought mm, I thought maybe the the, the young lad had maybe been uh, a wee bit harshly treated but no uh, having viewed it again uh, it was right yeah. so credit yeah. to, to John Beaton I think it was Andrew Dallas on, on VAR so uh, credit to, to them it was called right does he only do VAR Andrew Dallas does he not do any no, I, just, no, I keep I hearing think, his name no, coming I up think, for, yeah. I think he's got a, some kind of long term um, injury oh, kind of physical oh, thing right, so I think okay. they're just yeah, using yeah. his experience and, VAR, and by the way do you know what there's nothing wrong with that because so, you think about it we need we need to get better at VAR mm. so if we've got officials that are basically in the office yeah, if you like sure. rather than out in the beat then I don't think there's anything wrong with that if we can get more officials to be quicker with the technology and, and, and speed it up because it's you know that's part of it that's part of being VAR is using the technology etc etc so no there's nothing wrong with that at all I'm just going off the subject yeah. while we're speaking about the boy Watson at Kilmarnock I think I think they've got a gem there right what do you like about him? I've seen him a, a few times only in highlights I would mm-hmm. actually like to see him in the flesh mm-hmm. Mark yeah. seen him at the, the, the weekend yeah. he looks to me if, um, he's got a right bright future mm-hmm. powerful he looks doesn't he strong yeah but he, he looks he, he looks yeah. really really good um, you can see why Derek's playing him and even in this pressurised situation yeah. that tells me enough of what type of character a young man is but in terms of football sense I like what I, I like what I see yeah, I'm going to co- keep my eye on him Kilmarnock will sell him for big money. Mm-hmm. He'll go for big money. Kilmarnock obviously hoping, praying to stay in the Premiership. We'll talk about that shortly. And Mark, we did touch on it earlier, the Ross County decision, um, but technically yeah. they were right that where they thought they had a goal and then they thought they well, the penalty, but the referee... Fab was right, but the yeah. referee was wrong. Yeah, sure. Yeah. In, in that, it's different now, isn't it? You have to play, the ref shouldn't blow the whistle until... Yeah, there's a stop, stop playing. It's yeah. all, there's no, there's no need for it. Anymore, I mean, we, we moan about the, the assistant referees not putting their flags up when it's blatantly obviously it, it's offside. Um, but Don Robertson just blew just too soon, and mm-hmm. no need for it. You know, he's an experienced whistler, they should know better. 
but not a bad weekend, Barry. Anything else you can think of that was contentious? No, if you think back a, a few months ago, we mm. were um, we could spend a full hour on it. Yep. I like it this way. Pretty yeah. quiet. Is it settling down then, do you think? Well, absolutely not. No. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I hope so. But yeah. There's, still a there's, there's always going to be controversy. Yeah. Yeah. There's still yeah. a fair bit of work to be to be done. Let the game and there's still, yeah. In my opinion, there's still quite a few issues with it, which I thought would have been <clears throat> at the start and it would have kind of disappeared. But um, I was all for bringing it in, but I'll, I've got to be honest with you, I don't like it. But I mean, I think one thing that, you know, again, if you, you look down south, so Howard Webb's the referee's yeah. chief, mm-hmm. okay, so it's some big fancy title, but essentially he's a gaffer. Mm-hmm. And he was doing the rounds last week. Sky Sports, yep. Talk Sport, round the grounds, explaining what he's thinking, explaining some ideas that they've got, saying that things haven't been been perfect. There's definitely room for improvement. But he's getting himself out there, he's making himself heard, and he's giving opinions and ideas. Whether you agree with them or not, he's been visible, he's been heard, he's out there, there's transparency. Why have we not got that? It's a very good point. Headline in a few of the papers today, so near, so far. If you're Ross County, if this was Dingwall, they'd still be raging about it. Thanks, guys, for that. Next week, um, yep, let's see what the VAR is. But we remember we said, with all the old firm games coming up, the Glasgow Derby, we said VAR could be a shambles. There weren't too many incidents over the past couple of months, Mark, during the biggest games, the yeah. big two. Yeah, but I think as well, I mean, okay, that's obviously give credit to the match referee, but I think as well, Paul, what we've said, when you look at the Celtic Rangers games the past year or so, maybe even the past couple of years, it's about football. Yeah. You know, there, there's no, there doesn't, unless I'm wrong, there doesn't appear to be any personal vendetta. So you think back a couple of years, Aye. there was Scott Brown with Morello or something, yeah. but you know, you could, sure. you could pick a few, but you could tell there was a, there was a real clash. Yeah. When I see that it's about football, you look at both teams, there's footballers. You want like we've been talking tonight, John Suter, mm-hmm. football player. You look at, at Celtic Cameron Carter Vickers, you look up front, Kyogo. Um, you know, you look at the player they're they're not there first and foremost, their thoughts are let's go and win the game by doing what we do best, that's playing football. They're no interest in going out there and try to settle scores or get something. So I think we've got to give credit to the players and to the managers, the current managers and Giovanni Van Brockers before them, because there's a calmness, there is a focus on trying to play the game the proper way and, and win it and Barry's laughing. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Just what Mark says, no going out there to settle that score. No. <laughs> well, that's the old way, isn't yep. it? That's you up to date on go, on VAR. G-A-R The Go-Assisted Referee on the Go Radio Football Show with CSD Air Conditioning. Providing you with a complete air conditioning installation service. Let's go back on the lines. Connor is on in Cumbernauld, a big Rangers fan. Good evening, Connor. Good evening, Paul. Even lads, how you doing? Good, Connor. thanks. How you doing, Connor? You okay? You happy after uh, yesterday? Yeah, listen, absolutely. It's um, you know we're obviously trying to get a strong finish to the season. You know we can't win anything, but um, you still want to win games of football because until that final whistle, the final game goes. Rangers Football Club you're still expected to win games and put the effort I mean, I've been impressed with some of the lads um, in the last couple of weeks for the efforts I think Cantwell what a player he's looking like he's going to be um, on the score sheet again yesterday I think that's three games in a row he's scored um, yep. you know I think Lundstrom is starting to look you know somewhere close to his best and I just hope if he stays which I think he will I think he's one that should stay that he can continue that on um, you know, after the summer and into the new season, and that Beal can keep getting um, 
these you know good performances um, out of the players because it's easy to go to a place like Easter Road. They've still got stuff to play for. You know, they could get a European place and we don't have anything to play for anyways. It's easy to go there and kind of lose that game and almost down tools of it because it can be a tough game anyway. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we still went there, you know, and, and we played so well and we had determination to win it and ended up winning comfortably, I think is, you know, it's positive signs going forward, at least for some of the players that will be there next year. So what do you want to ask Barry and Mark? Yeah, well... I, Two things really. Firstly, obviously, I was listening to you talking about the VAR thing there, um, and I do think that's something that um, we need much more transparency with. I think over the summer we're going to have to look at certain things. Um, yes, you know they'll always hide behind the line of saying, "Well, we get the majority of decisions correct," and it does. I, I can admit that. But some of the decisions that gets wrong are woeful decisions yeah. and are decisions that I mean you know I feel for County because that's the kind of decision that could really get yeah. County so at that point they missed out on that's the difference between staying up and not for a team like County so I do think you know the Howard Webb thing I think that was referenced I think is a great example let's get our senior professional let's get the the, the the guys in charge of that to come out and, and do a bit because it doesn't harm anything um, and it's just about being transparent and having a fair yeah. conversation rather than pretending that everything's fine and it's an indignation that people would even ask that you, you have a bit sure. of transparency so I do I do think that um, and your other and point the other thing yeah. Yeah, the other thing was more about obviously next season um, you know I'm looking at as obviously we've got a, a bit of rebuild to do but I'm just wondering if, if maybe you know it wouldn't necessarily be as, as huge as it might have been before, uh-huh. because if we get some players back, you know, Hadji just came back from injury, okay. if he can yeah. get Morton in again, as I say, Lundstrom's looking good, and we've got others as well, Cholak still to come back. I'm, I don't know, I still think maybe five or six players, but I'm not sure we'll be going into double digits. In okay, terms of let's check that with Barry then, that's your question. Barry, what do you think? Not as many as you may have said, what, two weeks ago? No, I, I still think, um, it, it's depending, depending on the players that are going into the final year their contract also but I'm looking at in between 6 and 10 players that are going to be coming through the door um, I'm looking definitely a goalkeeper another centre back central midfielder three forwards no maybe even five because you're looking mm-hmm. at two centre forwards depending on what's going to happen and a few wide players as, as well so I, I still think there's going to be a, a fair amount of change because um, listen I think the, the last two games listen the, the performances have been good the attitude's been spot on but I, I do think he knows deep down that he does need to to have a bit of freshness um, about the, the place and also this week we're going to be hearing the ones that are going to be um, leaving um, in a in a free transfer so I still think there's, there is going to be a number of, of players um, coming through the door at Ibrox Mark yeah, yeah, there, there has to be. I mean, you know, I think maybe Connor's maybe thinking that. I don't know. You can tell us because Celtic have been off the boil the past couple of weeks. Oh, maybe yeah. Celtic aren't as good as what we think. You can't think that. You can't think. The bottom line is Rangers have won the league once and okay, whatever a number of years. But in terms of being back in the top flight and being, being a force in Stephen Gerrard, that, that's four or five seasons. A lot of the players are there. The bottom line is they're not good enough to go and win a league. They've had four or five attempts and only done it once. So if you want to kid yourself on, then keep most of what you've got. If you really want to go and wipe the floor and be ruthless, as is what I've said Michael Beale will need to be, and I think he will be, then you need to make, as Barry says, minimum six, maybe ten changes. 
Connor, thanks for the call. That's the first hour gone. We're heading for the news. But in the second hour, Richard has been on uh, on the socials at Go Football Show saying with Michael Beale hinting there could be an unveiling of a new player at the Hearts game on Wednesday, who do the guys think it will be? He also asked how many players does Barry think the club will announce will be leaving this week. So we've kind of touched on that. But yeah, we'll put that point to Barry and Mark uh, after the news now at six coming in a moment. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kennishead Road, Darnley. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Mark Guidi Monday night here in the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. And we're here tomorrow night as well at five, John Hartson and Craig Moore. So a great start to the week with the big four. (laughs) And then there'll be another six for the rest of the week Barry great to have you with us uh, this evening just looking at some of the messages coming in a lot of Rangers fans asking right Barry who would you let go at Rangers this summer what do you think the ones who are out of contract a year left well well, the ones that are out of contracts Alan McGregor Stephen Davis Morelos and Kent are 100% going Holanda he'll be away Um, obviously Griggs is is leaving as I mentioned Scott Arfield Got a question mark whether he might get another year, but it looks to me that he could be away. And you put Tillman in there as well, he's away back to Bayern Munich. And then you look at the guys who are going into their final year Glenn Kamara, John Lundstrom, Borna Barisic, Kamar Roof, and Scott Wright. Wow. So there is quite a, a number of players, I think, out of the, the one, two, three, the seven players that I've mentioned there. I think you'll only see maybe Scott Arfield then. And the ones going into the final year, that depends on whether Michael Beale wants him to be part of it going forward or whether they want to go and commit their futures to Rangers. And if they don't, or Michael Beale doesn't want them to be part, they need to be sold to get a bit of money coming back into fire into Michael Beale's um, budget going forward. Is change going to be a good thing? There's nobody you I think there is going to be about. change. I've yeah, said that, sure. Paul. I've always said that there is going to be major surgery needed done to the... Rangers team listen the last two games have been really good performance and result wise but that's papering over the cracks Um, and I think Michael Beale knows going forward in next season Rangers need to get trophies back into that uh, trophy room Mark (coughs) do you disagree with any of that? No I mean Paul I said it just before the break you know if you assess Rangers since 2018 when they gave Stephen Gerrard the job and you know really started investing and made a you know, a real goat stopping Celtic doing 10 in a row, which they managed to achieve. They've won one title in five years. It's not good enough. And the bulk of that squad has, has been there. So if you want to go and try and arrest the decline and stop Celtic from making it three in a row, then you need to sweep the place. You need to gut it. You know, that, that's it. And, you know, as I said to Connor, a previous caller, you can't be fooled. And I'm sure Michael Bale won't be, but Rangers fans, you know, you can't be fooled because... Beat, Rain, beat Celtic the last week and Celtic have dropped a couple of points and oh, well actually maybe Celtic aren't as good as what we think no Celtic are and bear in mind Celtic will strengthen 
big time Celtic have got by Scottish standards a bottomless pit pull to go and improve their squad and if need be Celtic want to spend 20 million this summer they can easily go and do it uh, to improve so no Rangers need to need to gut the place and uh, bring on some new signings and I'm sure they will and they need to be ready to go and hit the ground running sure do Barry you're still looking at some of the names there yeah I'm just going through the team obviously who are going to be who are from, in my eyes definitely going to be staying McCrory Tavernier John Suter Yilmaz Leon King Lundstrom question mark in terms of getting into the last the final year sorry his contract Raskin's going to be there Ryan Jack's just signed a, a new year's contract Todd Cantwell obviously going to stay Fashion Sakala and um, Hadji uh, so probably about ten. nine or ten of the players that started the game are going to be there um, and then obviously the, the the players that we went through that are going to be running out of contract in the next what five weeks Um Probably out of that seven, Arfield. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. But nothing's been mentioned about Scott Arfield, no. which um, for me, again, people might disagree, but he's a player I would keep, Scott Arfield, because mm-hmm. I think when he's played for Rangers, he's certainly made a difference. Who are they going to unveil on Wednesday? It's been hinted that they will uh, before the game with Hearts. Is it Sifuentes, do you think? Or any hunch, Mark? Uh, Sifuentes. Uh, Sterling uh, perhaps as well it could be him <laughs> breaking news <laughs> yeah, um, yeah but I don't think it'd be Butling because obviously you know, the English league runs until uh, the the weekend so yeah I think probably a Cifuentes or uh, Sterling so that was the question there from Richard who was on it's, it's Barry, interesting but I, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing um, what's going to be happening over the, the, the coming weeks um, he's made it clear he's going to announce that this week in terms of the players that are going to be leaving and also the players that are going to be coming in because he, he knows that he, he needs to he need to threaten Celtic next year you need to seriously threaten Celtic Richard thanks for coming on the socials at Go Football Show lots of messages coming in to Barry and Mark and also you can call in 0808 17 17 700 because the game's in 40 hours we're back into it um, Celtic will be up against Hibs I'm going to ask you both in a moment about the Celtic squad what you think this week is going to happen Rangers at home to Hearts uh, there's Aberdeen against St Mirren so Aberdeen desperate for the third position St Mirren it's been what a season for them they just missed out the weekend before which would have given full points Dundee United against Kilmarnock my goodness it's a doomsday scenario isn't it for Dundee United if they lose uh, Livingston against Motherwell Ross County against St Johnson Mark it's, uh, it is all about bottom of the table really yeah I mean uh, you know Tannadice uh, for me is a game in a, yeah. the game of the night you know Dundee United against uh, Kilmarnock I think United need to win to have any chance of avoiding bottom spot I think Kilmarnock would be you know fairly satisfied with getting a point and then trying to finish the job against Ross County on uh, Sunday at Rugby Park for Ross County they'll fancy their chances of beating St Johnston on, on Wednesday night because they'll probably think that St Johnston have taken their foot off the gas because they are secure. That won't happen. You know, Steve McLean's made that clear. That won't happen. You know, good core football people there at St Johnston as well. There's a good squad. Gus McPherson in it, head of football operations yeah. as well. So you know they've got they've got a good core there. So I, I can see St Johnston get up there and making life really difficult for Ross County and, and getting a point. But Malky's there'll be a siege mentality. At Ross yeah. County because of what happened to him on Saturday, it was a it was a terrible injustice 
um, for Ross County on Saturday for Pat but Paul like I said the split's brilliant I love it it just brings us drama and it's going to take us right up until 5 o'clock on, on Sunday afternoon before it's all settled Who's going down in that automatic place? I think bottom will be Dundee United yeah. and yeah. I think playoff will go down to the, the, the dying minutes mm. on Sunday at Rugby Park and I think Ross County might might just hold off and um, it could be Kilmarnock in the Kilmarnock. playoff although listen you can never tell oh. but you'd imagine the second bottom it looks stronger doesn't it um, yeah. you know the, the, towards yeah, the top of this high yeah yeah although Thistle well, get a good bit of momentum they yeah. say it's 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 against because they have to play so many games and I get that but yeah. if you build momentum mm-hmm. um, then you're going to feeling good about yourself but the fact that the second leg is back at the Premierships Club whether that be Dundee United Ross County or Kilmarnock I would fancy either the three of well I don't know so much about the DNA, but certainly Kilmarnock or Ross County, I would find something to beat Party Thistle. Barry, what do you feel, first of all, bottom? I can't disagree. Yeah. Mm. We spoke about it off air, um, and I think Dundee United will finish bottom, and Kilmarnock will be in the playoff spot. Okay, well, we'll find out. And you would expect. Well, I, well, see, I know, honestly, listen, I guess. Sure, it's it so is. Far, I mean, yeah, that, yeah. that game, that game on Wednesday night at Tanadice, that, what a game that would. Uh, would uh, be to be at I would um... yeah okay <laughs> I mean, how, how's your nerves here I'll throw it to you before the end of the programme how's You're your right? nerves here who's got the bottle yeah mm-hmm. um, what, can I just turn to something else what about the alleged racist abuse of Vinicius Junior yeah. sent off late in the game some terrible scenes but so many people there um, were chanting racist abuse yeah. at Vinicius Junior it's getting out of control isn't yeah. it and, uh, I watched the scenes Paul yeah. you so can't See the, the the alleged Valencia fan sure. of what's actually been said. Yes, yeah. But I did see uh, Vinicius Junior's reaction, and then later on, get his red card was unfortunate. I thought Ancelotti's press conference was brilliant. What he said, how he said it, it's then prov- provoked um, a reaction from Valencia, and there one of their directors has come out and had a pop at um, Ancelotti. So it's kicking right. off behind the yeah. scenes as well at boardroom level. But ultimately, the focal point should be what's happened. Mm-hmm. To Vinicius Juniors take the circus out of it and focus on the facts of what's taken place and it needs to be dealt with but you, you think back to a lot of incidents in Spain when you think back to some of the England players Paul uh, what they've faced in the past decade or so it's not acceptable It's absolutely ridiculous in this day and age 2023 and people are still getting racially abused um, it's ridiculous uh, but uh, again we keep seeing people trying their best to eradicate it out the, the, the game but it just doesn't seem to be, ha- uh, be happening um, and it's uh, yeah it's, it's a nonsense absolute nonsense Should we go on the lines uh, George is on from Bathgate Good evening George How you doing boys Yeah good hey, How are you How's your weekend Oh fantastic Fantastic boys um, <laughs> Just what you're saying there I mean, you, <laughs> What else can I say yeah, I mean, The Rangers are not going to win the league so it's still fantastic eh? I thought, um, I thought uh, you were an energy fan George Sorry <laughs> <I can't. laughs> Not at all, not at all. Um, I only support two teams, that's Rangers and whoever Rangers are playing against. Uh, right, anyway, can I, can I just see what you're saying earlier on? I can, people are starting to say, Mark and Barry, um, that oh, we've, we've played all right the last couple of games, we've been reading the same numbers, we're definitely needing the same numbers because see these last couple of games of the season, and Barry will okay, when Rangers have been 20 points ahead, or mm-hmm. um, our rivals have been 20 points ahead nearly the last couple of games of the season. People day down tools and people day look for other contracts. John Lindstrom's played a few good games and that, but he's been a bit of a missing man for me for most of the season. Uh, Sakala's been uh, hot and cold and he's been 
no bad in the last couple of games. I still go with a bit of Barry's team. We still need the same numbers in, uh, and we still need the same guys to go who's not tied for us this season. Um, so for for me, we still need this 7 to 10 players to come in. And I'm not saying they're first team players, and I'm not saying the guys that are there, the new, are not going to still be there next season. But um, the last couple of games of the season, I'm not the ones that you can judge these guys on. They get the season for 36 games, uh, and your European games and your cups and that, and they've moved on it for us. So let's move this kind of these last couple of games and say, well, oh, well, Hadji's been all right. If he came on to a game, Hadji has been all right. He's been injured and things like that. But uh, guys like Sakala and things like Sakala will know when there's a championship next year. Uh, I didn't believe for a second. Well, um, and I tell you what you've got to say when I say this, but James Tavernier isn't a great defender and we're not going to win championships with James Tavernier as we're right back. And I tell you you've got to say, oh, but he scored this amount of goals and things like that. But how many goals has it cost us? Saturday, uh, Saturday again during the game, Sunday, sorry, uh, the ball just played out and it was James Tavernier that played the ball out and he nearly cost us a goal again. Uh, teams like Celtic and that will punish that. We've got to get a full revamp, and I, and I can people say, but he's your captain, he scored this amount of goals, he scored three kicks, and he's done that, and things like that. I think, first and foremost, your defenders have got to defend and stop goals going in, and that's been our biggest okay. problem this year goals getting in. 18 goals he scored, of course, so far. Yeah. Barry, what would but you say? Firstly, I, I'm sure Michael Beale knows, and I, I'm sure he will revamp the squad. Um, listen, it. I'm not getting overexcited with the last two games. Listen, it's been good. They got the monkey off their back. We've beaten Celtic because Michael Beale hadn't managed that. Good performance. Same again away at um, Easter Road. Uh, but I, I, look, I, I'm still a, a big believer in that he'll bring in um, the amount of players that I've, I've maintained over a, the period of time, Paul, over the last couple of months. I still think you'll see in between six and ten players coming through the door. Um so yeah, but I still think that there will be major changes. I'm not getting carried away. They need to next year. They need to start on the the front foot and make sure they challenge Celtic. Because let's be honest with you, Celtic have dominated this year. Apart from the last couple of weeks, you can say Celtic have took their eye off the ball. He's made a few changes. That's certainly I've been in that position when you have won the league early doors and and listen, you're still professional, but you've still not got that bit between your teeth because you've already got it across the, the, the line so I've no doubt in my mind that Rangers will go and strengthen and strengthen with quite a few players coming through the door George how worried are you about Conor Goldson it's right at the end of the season but hoping that he's ready for well, the start of the campaign I, I, I was yep. going to ask George yep. quickly George you there aye, aye, what, aye. What's, your, what's your opinion on um, John Suter now, I know he's had a, a few injuries but what's your honest opinion John Suter being a Rangers player in terms of do you think he's good enough to go and play week in week out hopefully we're not bearing any any injuries I, I think he is bad and the reason yep. I'll say, what I'll say to you is about last season in the Scottish Cup final against Rangers I thought he was excellent Aye. I thought he was fantastic and it's easy for guys to not show up because they're obviously they've got a new club in that but I thought he was excellent against us last season at Hamden in the Scottish Cup final mm-hmm. and I think yesterday uh, with Leon King beside him I think he became what I want him to became a, a, a showed people what he can do. He was vocal. He was going into challenges, and if we can keep him fit, Barry, I think that's a we've won a watch with that guy. Um, I, I, I like to have Scottish guys. I mean, it's, it's obvious if you can get if it's going to be foreign guys and that, but that's fair enough. But um, I, I like to see these guys doing well, and I think he can do well for us, Barry. I really think he can do well, and I hope we can keep the guy fit. I've never known injuries like this in my life before. Um, at a football club honestly I haven't and again that's it's so easy to use that as a bit of an excuse but um, we've been we've been hammered with injuries this year right for 
uh, for day one we go to and then um, yeah, we sure. had you we had, mm. we had you with excellent um, but I think if we can keep that big boy fit uh, we're only a watch but we still need another centre half as well Barry okay, here's, what, here's what the manager said about John Suter imagine John Suter without injuries I think John Suter's an excellent football player and I think that the most important thing for him now is he get, gets through this week gets a good off season and comes back strong after a good pre-season he's not been able to have one for a while in terms of a, a solid pre-season but you know, as I say with you know Halanda, Goldson and, and Davis not available to us Suits and King also mentioned to Leon Kings he's a young lad he had a huge experience at the first half of the season football was a little bit harsh to him albeit he was living his dream in our, in our first team but I thought today to come in for his first start in seven months or whatever it was I thought he did really well and always starting to show a nice aggression to his game not only just being a, a nice technical centre-half he needs to show an aggression and uh, I thought he showed that today as well Yeah, In my opinion if John Shooter's fit he plays every day of the week uh, for Rangers and the national team Straight into the national team. Yeah, he, yeah he, he's sure. that good. Yeah. And, and listen, I'm not saying that because he's at Rangers. I maintained yeah. that when he was at Hearts. Yeah. I mean, George and March mentioned the cup final. Again, he was head and shoulders above yeah. everybody yeah. that day. But also watching him previously with Hearts and see him grow and mature physically. Yeah. I think he has physically matured into a, a real man for me. I'm having him all day long. The only issue, as everybody knows, is sure. his, his injury um, record. But hopefully he gets a wee bit of luck and he can go away. Finish the season strongly, go away, enjoy the summer and come back and have a strong pre-season and be ready to go for Rangers. When Barry was talking about Jack Button, they said he's got a presence as a goalkeeper. Yeah. Stature, six four, six five. John Suter now has a presence, yeah. a yeah. defender, because he's right physically. Yeah. You could see him, he's bulked up. He's filled out, he plays with confidence and he's a proper defender and a modern day one-two but he can add everything. Sorry, he doesn't. He adds everything in his game rather than, uh, he's good. So George, final point, we need to go to a break in a moment or two. You are sounding optimistic but also realistic which is what Barry's saying. Well, with that, we've got to be we've got to be optimistic of course we're Rangers fans but we've got to be realistic as well um, and if we can get Jack Butland in as well I think that'll be all right. Uh, fine getting that I think we've got to start for the back um, and work our way forward but if we can get the players in that we're, we're, we're spoke about getting in um, I think we're halfway there we just need a good number nine now um, and start building up the uh, the squad to go and like Barry said we've got to hit the ground running uh, the first all firm games at Ibrox this, um, yep. next season, next season. So we've yep. got to get that one. and the people going to Paul people going about um, the Champions League and that's fantastic I, and I, keep, I keep saying to you all the time we've mm-hmm. got to start winning domestically first and I can the money's great but we must win domestically first before we start um, getting into this Champions League and that George good call thanks a million The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk your local friendly experts for new and used cars Let's go So the table looks like this with just two games to go. Celtic, the champions, 96 points. Rangers, 88 points. Aberdeen on 54, just two points ahead of Hearts after uh, the Jambos beat Aberdeen at the weekend. Hibs on 48 after losing to Rangers. St Mirren on 46 after their great performance against Celtic, 2-2 at Celtic Park. Motherwell in seventh position on 46 after that win, the late, late win. Uh, Livingston on 45 St Johnson are now staying in the Premiership since Premiership 39 points Kilmarnock on 34 Ross County on 33 and on the trapdoor spot bottom of the table Dundee United on 31 points 
let's look at some cheerier matters. What about the top strikers? Kyogo, another goal for him at the weekend, Mark. Now, 31 goals this season uh, and player of the year. I wonder if he'll be player of the year on Sunday night with the uh, esteemed Scottish football writers. Yeah, yeah, I think he's he's in the shortlist um, as, as far as I know, um, Kyogo. So he's certainly in with a, in with a chance of, of uh, being a winner. And I think, you know, um, he got the, the PFA one mm-hmm. um, the other week there, you know, Jot has been mentioned, Carter Vickers has been mentioned, McGregor has been mentioned, Van Veen um, has been mentioned. So all, all worthy, all made major contributions um, in different ways. If it was Kyogo, wouldn't have a problem with that at all. And uh, just to mention, you know, the, young, the Scottish football writers, young player of the year, Paul was Max Johnston at Motherwell. And um, he was announced yesterday, he'll get his award on, on Sunday night. So great for him. He's made a big contribution in the mm-hmm. turnaround at Motherwell. And even back in the the other days this season he's you know went out and served his time in a, uh, on loan I think at Queen of the South mm-hmm. uh, for a spell obviously Alan's um, uh, boy loved watching Alan Johnson what a player he was um, back in the day so you know credit to the young players too Has he come back from his trip down south? Apparently he was down south Norwich Yeah Norwich mm-hmm. um, So and what about Kyogo? What do you think? How good has he been this season and last season 31 goals? Yeah he's been, he's been brilliant Paul I mean he really has his movement He's, his effort I mean, he is a tireless worker he's not a selfish striker he's not your, your typical penalty box striker he gets in great positions but he works his backside off in every game like the way he closes down the, the, the fouls the free kicks that he wins the penalty kicks the red cards that he gets uh, for the opposition because of his willingness to work um, he's a typical Ange Postecoglou player but I still think and this might sound hard I, I, I just think that Celtic should be or maybe are but should be looked looking for more of a number nine I, I, I don't know why because his goal record's fantastic he can't complain with it but I don't know what it is I just think there's that Kyogre can still be in the team but there's room for a what I would call just an out and out out and out number number nine and, I, and I'm, I know that maybe doesn't make sense but I've, yeah. I've, I just get, I get the feeling that there's a there's an upgrade there somewhere for somebody to come in and play with Kyogre Barry, did you get that? Was it a bit like Jukamakis? But they didn't really play together, did they? Yeah. didn't really work. But I know what you mean. I think no, he, he strikes you. I, I get where Mark's coming from. He's not like a penalty box predator type yeah. Yeah. centre forward. Mm, um, sure. he, he does unbelievable yeah. work mm. outside it. I mean, in terms of just watching him as a neutral, he's the type of player I would have loved to have played with. He's the type that you want in your team. He chases back, he graphs, but his goal return this year is excellent 31 goals and for me he could go down playing the Premier League in England I wonder where they will be fishing to bring new players in some top class I, players I think, they'll, I think Celtic will look to bring in right down the spine of their team Yeah. so goalkeeper along with Joe Hart or were you thinking from central I, I, defenders again with, yeah. you've got to be careful where, where are you no, going to get sure. somebody who's actually better now you said Joe's made a couple of mistakes but Every goalkeeper makes mistakes. People go on about the the goal that Curtis Main scored after four minutes. Should he have saved it? I think if you ask Joe, he's honest enough. He says, "Aye, that, that was that wasn't good enough." Um, but are you going to get better than Joe Hart? Sure. Yeah, that's the thing. So you're thinking I very more, much doubt it. Yeah. I'm thinking centre half, central midfield. I, I think central midfield, mm-hmm. and I think a centre forward. Mark. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I think that's that's what's needed. I think that will be kind of in the manager's mind. Um, you know, I don't think it's like it will, it's an immediate reaction because of they've, they've dropped you know five seven points in the last three four games. I think the manager would see that anyway. He's realistic. 
Um, he's 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 loyal, but there's not blind faith there. You know, when you could see that with Kobayashi, he signed Kobayashi in January, didn't play well last Saturday. He's got the team, and he plays a water um, at centre half, which didn't work. And and the thing for me, the goal that Curtis Main scored, the first one, yeah, Joe Hart's at fault for it. There's no doubt about that. But it's that lack of communication that leads to it. You know, talk yeah. to each other. Just talk. You know, what is what is wrong with talking? Man on time, leave it. You know, whatever it may be. Yeah. And and the art of that's going out of the game um, as well, Paul, which is so um, frustrating. But I don't think Celtic need a goalkeeper. Wouldn't surprise me if he's okay. looking for one. Yeah. But for me, I, I, I would um, I would stick with, with Joe Hart. Kobayashi, will you see him again? Probably not this season. Yeah, well, who it's knows? Harsh, you, maybe. You, you might yeah. do because you know he might have to go back to him now because you know uh, Cantwell Vickers, you know, obviously isn't going to be fit. Stephen Welsh injured, I take it. Yeah, yeah. Been, so yeah. Um, so yeah, you might need to go back to Kobayashi because he's naturally left-sided and you can play Starfelt on the right, or he might try something completely different. Who knows? But um, it just shows you with Kobayashi not playing well against Rangers the previous week. The manager didn't mess about. What kind of money do you think the board will have for Ange Postecoglou? Because he's in a really strong position. Um, heading for a treble haven't done yeah. it yet but they're heading for it but they want to improve and he's got such such strength the manager just now because the Celtic fans absolutely love him yeah. I, Paul uh, without sounding crazy here I think Ange Postecoglou has pretty much if he wants in Scottish football terms a blank check mm. like I said I think if Ange Postecoglou identified three players and the spend was 20 million I think the board would back him would have to it have to because look what he's built up for the club. Look at what the last balance sheet is, and you've still got the thirty million to come in. You know, for Chapman, and if need be, the assets that he's created. So you know, if he wanted to go and sell somebody for twelve, fifteen million quid, he, he could do it as well without um, really weakening uh, the team. So I think you could see, like I said, three proper players, not no bench warmers, no, you know, three. Certainly, by the way, Kyogo cost four, Hatati two and a half, so he might be able to kind of keep getting players out of the time. But I wouldn't be surprised if Celtic spent upwards of fifteen million pounds in the summer. Barry, would you be alarmed if they were spending upwards of fifteen to twenty million? No, because they've got the money. Yeah, <laughs> they have got the money, and I think they've got a manager that they trust and they see the job that he's done. Um, listen, he has spent a fair bit of money, but he's also brought in. Next right, spends less than ten yep, million. I've heard, yeah. but I mean, I keep hearing this, and I, and I get that. But also the money that they've, they've brought in with the player trading model that Celtic have got. But um, yeah, but as I said, I think he will go and strengthen a hundred percent, and I think he knows he needs to go and strengthen. Um, and will he go and spend X amount? I think if a right player comes up, and is it going to beat the record? The Edward, I think, was nine million pound. I think you've got to trust a guy um, like Postacoglu who's brung the success mm. in a short period of time if you think back when he first came in the turnaround in players what was it 14, 15 players and at the start they got off to a bad mm. not a bad start they, they weren't playing badly but bad yeah. results sure but you could see it starting to build a bit of momentum um, and the players again it's the recruitment recruitment's the most important thing yeah. at a club and if you look at your recruitment and the players that I think if you ask the vast majority of people in Scotland didn't know anything about these players they've certainly come in and impressed two quick things I see uh, Edward scored at the weekend for Crystal Palace oh, he yeah, was in he scored yeah. yeah and did you see the Nottingham Forest it was brilliant you know that they uh, stay up and who's standing next to the owner but uh, Ross Wilson <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was there 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he was. Yeah, Joe Morrow as well. He was yeah. in Lawn at Rangers uh-huh. for a spell. Um, Sneaked in a part of it. What's that? Sneaked in. I know that face. Oh, it's Ross Wilson, the former Rangers. Uh, director yeah. of football yeah, he, he times the photo as well exactly <laughs> 08, 08 17 17 700 good time to call in for Celtic fans is there going to be anyone from Scotland that we'd sign so looking at maybe another striker the ones we keep talking about Van Veen we talked about maybe for Rangers or whatever um, uh, we talked about uh, Lauren Shankland mm-hmm. uh, 27 goals yeah, he has Kevin now Nisbet, Kevin Nisbet Kevin Nisbet his Van name yeah. Yeah. Up. Rangers yeah. need to sign two number nines yeah that, that's my opinion. Morelos is away. Sholak, I don't think he's maybe going to be part of the plans. I don't know, maybe. That, that's my honest opinion. Kmar Roof, you've got a question mark. How's Kmar going to come back from, obviously, stint in, in Qatar? Um, you've got to go and spend a fair bit of money on a, a number nine. And why would you not look at a, as a... I don't like using backup, but another no, number sure. nine like a Lauren Shankland. Mm-hmm. Like a Kevin Nisbet, like a Van Veen. Sometimes I think we we look elsewhere. We don't uh-huh. look at our own yeah. place. And the, the, the proof's in the pudding. If I go back to Rangers, for instance. Look at the amount of players that we've bought. Chris Boyd, Stephen yeah. Naismith, mm-hmm. Kenny Miller, Billy Dodds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys like that have come in and, and listen, been brilliant players for Rangers yeah. and scored goals. So, yeah, sometimes the answer can be right under your nose. Yeah. 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 Could I'm not saying these players are going to come in and be yeah. the number nine and play oh, 40 sure. games a yeah. season but listen they, they can contribute um, good because there's, there's, they're good quality players the three guys that I've mentioned are good players when we're on Celtic let's mention St Mirren what a performance by them Curtis Main gave them a torrid yeah. time at the back he came so, so close hit the post came really really close to have a, a hat trick that doesn't happen too often does it Mark uh, how did I've, you feel about your old club uh, I, yeah. I, I, you know, I like Curtis Main I remember going away back yeah. to, to Motherwell yeah. I like, and I know he's a, a kind of dying breed that kind of yeah. centre forward he's not everybody's cut of tea but I like that you know, I've, I've always liked that bit of presence a bustler you know he'll hustle he'll get in about it and he'll nick a goal here and there and listen centre halves hate playing against them particularly yep. modern day centre halves they do not like a Curtis yep. Main buzzing about uh, type yeah so he was in about it he's been terrific for St Mirren this season obviously Stephen Robinson knows him well had him at Motherwell um, didn't, had a stint at Aberdeen didn't really go to plan but he's bounced back and he's been a wonderful asset to, to St Mirren delighted to see him getting his goals Barry what a season for St Mirren yeah um, brilliant season the manager's done wonders there and again they've got good players mm-hmm. You just mentioned Curtis Main there, built like a brick. Yeah, he is indeed, isn't he? Well, yeah. I was yeah. going to say something else there. <laughs> That's right, <it's> good. <laughs> um, and, yeah. and done really well. Uh, and the boy in the middle of the pit, and I'm a boy, he's yeah. a man now. Ahara, Mark. I think he's been a revelation for St Mern. Um For me, I fancy St Mern to go down, but you've got to give him credit with credit's due. They've, they've had an excellent season, finished in the top six for the first time. Uh, and they'll look to go and kick on um, from here. Mm-hmm. Mentioning strikers, what about Kevin Van Veen then? That uh, goal at the weekend, right at the end, the penalty, he was the coolest man in the pitch. But he's the first man since Mark will tell us, uh, it's over 20 years ago, wasn't it? So yeah. to get nine successive to score in every game, in yeah, the last nine yeah, games. 24 years or something yeah. like that, uh, Mark Viduka. Yeah. Um, Celtic, so yeah, it's a hell of a, an achievement with a great respect for a club like Motherwell to have a striker to go and do that. He's had a couple of penalties in there, but he's kept his cool. Um and and he's put them away and um, he has you know helped Motherwell's uh, season turn on its head because I thought January time 
early February that Motherwell were going to finish bottom. I thought they were going to go straight down. They won free fall. And um, they made a change. I felt for Stevie Hamill, because he was a really great servant to, to the club and he gave up a, a, the youth team job there to go and help at the first team and now he's not working at all, which is a, a great shame. And I, I'd like to think there might be something back at Motherwell for him. But However, Stuart Kettlewell has performed um, superbly well. Brought in Stevie Frail, his assistant, who's very knowledgeable in the game too, a good backroom guy to have, so credit to Motherwell. Quite a story, isn't it, Barry? The Motherwell renaissance under Stuart Kettlewell, who'd been out of the game for a couple of years. Yeah, done a fantastic job. Uh, changed the way they play. And, um, yep, he, he's, he's done a, a good job. He was in his caretaker, got them results, and he got a, was it an 18-month contract he, he signed? So he'll be looking to try and kick on and, and get into that, that top six um, next year. But they need to hold on to Van Veen. They seriously need to, but again, that comes down to money um, and what, what clubs will, uh, will offer. But Stuart Kettlewell, brilliant job. A million pounds would move him. So, but, that, but Paul, yep. what applies to what we're saying applies to Rangers, applies to mm -hmm. Motherwell. If, if Motherwell, I'm sure, would say to Kevin, we'd like you to stay. Yeah. Here's our best offer. Is that good enough for you? If he says yes, great. If he says no, you cash in and you get, I, I would think, with a year to go, um, he's 31, I think, comfortably. Mm -hmm. He's in the £750,000 bracket, which I think is a, you know, a fair price. And they could hold out for a wee bit more, maybe. Maybe, yeah, but yeah, we're a year sure, to go. Of course, no, grand's are, yeah. Particularly if he makes it clear he's not going to, he's not going to sign, because the option is that he got, he signs for somebody in January for nothing. So I think realistically, if, if you're somebody's going to give you 750 I think that's really good money. What an end to the Women's League at oh. the weekend. Wasn't that unbelievable? So um, Glasgow City were nil-nil with Rangers right up until the, the end which would have meant with Celtic being two up I against was watching Hearts, it. Right. so Celtic mm. thought they were going to be champions because um, Rangers were a minute away from being yeah, league champion phenomenal uh, wasn't champions it Celtic. Yeah. how about Glasgow City and well done to them isn't it because it must be so tough they were the dominant force for mm. so long but they're up against the might of the big yeah. two so Barry you'd want to congratulate yeah, and, and they've City. not beaten Celtic or Rangers um, this mm. season uh, and then when it really matters they managed to come up with the, the right result and they scored in the last minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, was was unbelievable. At that stage, Rangers had were going for it because mm. if Rangers won the game, no, I, I think they had to score more than Celtic. It was baffling me during that. I was just, yeah. uh, but the thing is, Rangers had an opportunity right, right to the death. They'd won, it was disallowed. And I, I Wasn't it a foul? No. <laughs> and if Rangers had scored that and equalised, Celtic would have been, Celtic would have been yeah. champions. It wasn't a foul. No, it was a goal was for me. Quick. Yeah, yeah, there was no contact. Actually, it was a clean wow. about the ball. So, uh, yeah, and yet before that, um, uh, I think it's uh, was it Gibson, the 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 goalkeeper Lee Gibson, um, huh? had a couple of really good saves. Uh, Davidson scored. I watched the the second half. Have to say, very impressed with Glasgow City. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they dominated the second half. They moved it about well, um, and then Rangers had a goal probably too late when mm -hmm. when they were you know the, that goal down in the yeah. last couple of minutes. Um, and then obviously if you were at Celtic Park it would be heartbreaking because mm. you, you think you've got the title but as you say Paul credit to, to Glasgow City because they've, they've been the dominant team they're part time as well I know yeah. Yeah. and by the way crowds. I have to oh, genuinely yeah. see the way they knocked the ball about yeah. some really good players really exciting tricky uh, football I think Leanne Ross has taken over there as well they lost mm -hmm. their manager a few months ago and she stepped in to the fold and got them over the line and I'll tell you brilliant that 
both games were at Ibrooks and oh, yeah, wasn't Celtic yeah, yeah, and I think the crowds yeah. were what 25,000 between the yeah. both of the games listen that decent. tells you yeah. at least the women's game is on the up up in, up in Scotland so it's not often it's maybe a first you get the Celtic fans cheering because Rangers scored because they That's thought right. then yeah. they would have won the title right. it was a goal yeah. let's be honest it was a goal, was a goal. <laughs> shouldn't have been yeah. chopped off yeah. who was the referee then which one was <laughs> which one of the referees no listen no well done to Glasgow City though who have got such a great record right, quick break <laughs> I was going and, to say so oh, yeah, okay. uh, <laughs> and then we're back and then we're looking forward to the games on Wednesday The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk your local friendly experts for new and used cars Let's go The weekend just gone by Celtic drawing 2-2 at uh, Celtic Park this Saturday and they'll be playing of course against Aberdeen it'll be Championship title day for them. Ange Postacoglu spoke afterwards about the draw. I thought, uh, yeah, sit there and, you know, worked hard and, and, and sort of did what they had to do. And we uh, we didn't really sort of, you know, control the game as well as, you know, we usually do. Mainly because, you know, we just didn't sort of work as hard on the defensive side of our game. It's fair to say the last couple of weeks have gone off that a little bit. And uh, that, that doesn't allow us then to sort of, you know, be relentless in the way we play and, you know, allows the opportunity for the opposition to sort of, you know, get up the park. Not the result he wanted, but he said it's over a season. Yeah, look, um, you know, there's no doubt, you know, the lads always find a way and, and you know, Cal, you know, is, is the leader of that. But he's part of it as well, yeah. It's his responsibility. It's all of us collectively. There's no hiding from it. It starts with me and uh, and then the group. But again, like this is, uh, you know, these guys are champions. They've won the title. I just said before that, you know, when, when the heavyweight champion of the world lifts the, the belt, he doesn't have to have won all every round. He's really good with those. Uh, well, the more than sound bites, aren't they? Is a good way of looking at it because it's difficult. Fans want to win every single game. They expect it. Yeah, and and when they don't as well, you know, the the, the media ask him questions, uh, Paul, and, and he's yep. he's ready, willing, and, and able to answer back, to defend his players, to defend his football club, to, to defend himself, and and rightly so. But you know, he, he's been a fantastic communicator. Um, from day one you know he just he, he gets a football club again Barry touched on it earlier I've mentioned it many times over the past couple of years look yeah. at what he inherited yeah. but look at what he inherited off the park as well you know it was a club where the board were, were, were in hiding <clears throat> the fans were after them all the different things that were going on some of it was, was, was over the top that said he's you know got in there and actually just represented the football club very very well mm-hmm. in terms of what he says off the park how he says it, how he delivers it, when he delivers it. So he's been a, an outstanding manager and um, he has been um, a brilliant, if you want to use the word, ambassador mm-hmm. for the club, albeit you know separate from being the manager. He's been pretty much faultless, Paul, to be perfectly honest, when you look at him over the over, over the couple of years domestically and how he's you know led the club from the front, he's been brilliant. So, 24 hours later, could Rangers narrow the gap with Celtic? They did. 3-1 win against Hibs. Here's Michael Beale. Mentality of the group today was absolutely fantastic because the preparation couldn't have been any worse. We lost um, Alfredo and Glenn Kamara yesterday in training. Rabi uh, was on the bench but wasn't able to go on. Scott Wright, we lost overnight as well. Scott Arfield came on 
where he's playing through a problem. So actually coming to the game today and knowing Hibs have been in such good form and unbeaten in four, I thought it might be an interesting day for us because we probably had 12 players that are not available. So I think the mentality of the starting team was absolutely outstanding. I thought we were clearly the better team. Hibs obviously fighting for a European place, but you didn't feel that in the game. I thought we were we were comfortable throughout, certainly after James scored the free kick and um, really pleased with the free goals today. James on his 400th game, it's a fantastic moment again from him as a captain to get us in front. Yanis, his first goal in 15 months and what he's been through, I'm, I'm delighted for him and then Todd again. But I would probably say today, it's strangely really because we were dominant in the game in terms of the ball, but I thought John Suit was absolutely outstanding. What was the news on uh, Nicola Raskin? Nico's fine. It was a strange one. It was a clash of knees. Um, and I think he's just he's just touched a bit of a nerve. He wanted to continue, but once he got up and put weight on it, he knew straight away he couldn't. So um, let's hope he, he's OK. And the news on uh, Connor Goldson? Connor will be out for about 10 weeks. He had a funny land on his foot with a couple of minutes to go last week. He wanted to play on. Uh, afterwards, we, we've had it scanned and seen a specialist. So it'll probably be about six weeks where he's just got to try and stay off it and in a four-week, five-week rehab back into the start of next season. So all going well, he'll be available for the first game of next season, albeit he, he might have a slightly modified pre-season compared to the others. It's uh, th- This season seems to have been the worst season ever with with injuries for the club or certainly in my time associated with the club in the two spells. So let's hope that that's out the way and next year we get a clean bill of health. So Barry, eight points in it now at the top of the table. Rangers hearts this week. Uh, what changes? What do you think? Uh, it's going to happen. See more of the newer players. Well, that that depends on the. You just mentioned there, there was twelve players mm-hmm. um, unavailable. It will depend if um, some of them are, are are going to be back. You mentioned the word, the mentality's been good the last couple of games, right? That needs to continue. Um, for the remaining games, then into pre-season and then the, the, the start of the, the the season, that needs to be the same mentality. They they, they can't. Um, just say the last couple of games, um, that needs to be spot on every single game you play with Rangers. Because Hearts are coming to town with a lot to play for. Yeah, but to be honest with you, I think Rangers will turn them over. Right. Yeah, they're, they're, they're clearly the, the last couple of games have been really good, but I, I think Rangers have, have got that bit um, about them uh, just now. Uh, the fans are, are bubbly because the last couple of results as, as well and they'll turn out in force. And as I said, that look, I don't have, think Hibs were particularly good. Mm-hmm. Um, Rangers dominated the full game and I expect them to do that in, in Wednesday night against um, Hearts at, at Ibrooks. But things are, are good, but I'm not getting too carried away. Um, what I'm seeing is is um, an improvement and then obviously there's going to be a bit of an overhaul and then I want to see that. And I'm sure Michael Beale wants to see it and I'm sure the Rangers fans want to see it. There needs to be a major improvement on this season and by that I'm meaning winning trophies. Mark, what are you thinking about the game itself uh, Wednesday? At Ibrox? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I, I give you by that. I think Rangers will win uh, with a mm-hmm. bit to spare. I think they're playing with a lot of confidence. But what you could argue, okay, it's too late. Where was that? Yeah. Too much. But that's gone. It's a bit sure. of here and now. Rangers' third, three game, their third competitive game from now we a Champions League qualifier. Mm-hmm. Two league games to go then and right into game three and game four some point in July and early August. So let's bear that in mind that they've got to be bang on it. But what I like about Rangers at the moment, Paul, I think they're entertaining. And I think there's a real personality in the team with Todd Cantwell. I like him. Yeah. Something about him I like. He's grown on me. He, he, he put pressure on himself and he's had to go and back himself up. And he has. 
by scoring the opening goal against Celtic last week then again yesterday I, I thought he made a contribution um, he's going to irritate opposition fans um, I don't mind that you know, because he, he wants to get him back now, the, the thing is he puts pressure on himself to go out every week yeah. and perform because he'll become a, a target if you like but he's got personality and let's welcome that no lack of confidence no, exactly yeah. and he's, he's, so far he's been able to back up but as Barry says going back up in the first old firm game of next sure. season you know when you need to go and win it it's at Ibrox go and win it and, and put yourself on the front foot Champions League qualifiers the team last summer get through them so Todd go and you help them do it this next summer yeah I, I don't mind that at all um, about Todd Cantwell um, he's needly and I, I like that as well and, and listen he, he's a good football player one of the things about him he works hard but no I loved about his goal if you watch it I think it was Ryan Jacket broke down uh, broke down the right hand side he wasn't in the pitcher and he just comes into the pitcher he's breaking his backside to get in that box and have you heard Michael Beale three or four weeks ago he says he wanted to see that there's no, no doubt in his ability but I want to see him in that final third taking shots at goal getting in that box putting the ball in the back of the net and that showed a real desire so he's been he's been really impressive and listen he will we'll get under the skinny people but yeah, you can see that that's fine sure. I, I, I like that he works hard Living Motherwell what do you think is going to happen? 1-1 yeah. 1-1 <laughs> one, one. One, one, you reckon ok so Barry there's no such thing as a dead rubber but this one Livingston 1 <laughs> Motherwell too. Oh, Motherwell to continue on that winning way. Okay. Uh, Heb Celtic, because we'll then go to the bottom of the table, but uh, the champions through at Easter Road. What do you think? Heb's won Celtic too. Right, okay. 2-1 Celtic. You can let us in as if, what's he going to say? Barry, what do yeah, you think? I, I was disappointed yeah. in Heb's poll. Uh-huh. When I watched yeah. the game, I expected, well, I expected Rangers to go there yeah. and win, but mm-hmm. they never really laid their glove. Maybe that was down to Rangers, the way they moved mm-hmm. the ball at times. Um, so, yeah, but I think Celtic will win win the game um, 2-0 Celtic 2-0 to Celtic um, Aberdeen St Mirren Barry what do you reckon? I'm so going Aberdeen. to yeah I'm going to go Aberdeen a close one this um, mm. an edgy affair Aberdeen 2-1 hand breaks off for St Mirren they can just you know they can relax they can give it everything they can depending what happens of course in the cup final as well you'd imagine a Celtic win yeah. I know that affects it for Hibs probably for the European spot Mark what do you reckon? Yeah it's, it's been a couple of, win, yeah. a couple of games since Aberdeen have won and the incentive for Aberdeen is if they win and mm. Hearts lose at Ibrox then that's it Aberdeen that's have it. clinched the spot and I think they'll do it I think they'll beat right. St Mirren 1-0 Right because that is the case you're right it would be uh, 57 points Hearts start the night on 52 Aberdeen on 54 so if they win so you're both uh, you're going for Aberdeen right bottom of the table Dundee United Killy Mark what do you reckon uh, I'm going to go for for it to be a draw mm-hmm. maybe Killy just no I'm going to go a draw but Dundee United okay. Paul it was evident again at the weekend when you don't have a goalkeeper Oh yeah, oh, you're crazy, making it happy. Wasn't it? I mean, that's time yeah, and time and time again. It's a goal at so, nothing. Yeah, but it's yeah, just okay. you need a good goalkeeper. Uh, however, mm-hmm. I'll go one 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 one. Uh, Barry, what do you reckon? Yeah, I'm going to go a a, a, a draw. I was edging towards Kilmarnock. Yeah, but no, I'm going to go a draw on this one. Okay, and Barry Ross County St Johnson. I'm going to go Ross County win two mm. one two one. Jordan White maybe you got him. Well, Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. He's not committing. Mark, what do you reckon? Ross County, St Johnston. Yeah. I'm going to go a 2-2. 2-2, you reckon. Okay. 
and uh, Barry Friday night because we won't see you before then air against Partick Thistle so the Jags three up as they go to Somerset are they going to do yeah I think Partick Thistle will um, win that yeah, we'll obviously get through yeah, into the sure. playoff uh, game against whoever finishes second mm. bottom um, I'm going to go one each at Somerset Mark what do you reckon I'm going to go Air United to win mm-hmm. one nil, but not doing a Sheffield no, Wednesday. Oh no, Partick yeah. Thistle through. Yeah, what about that? Oh, oh. Unbelievable, wasn't it? And we mentioned earlier on about Aki's going down. Mark, one of your former clubs, Albion Rovers. Yeah, a shame. Shame down. out of the league. Yeah, yeah. yeah, gutted for them. Well, Sandy Clark went in there as well uh-huh. just to try to yeah. give it that last uh, lift. But credit to Spartans, but oh, really gutted for for Albion Rovers. And it just shows you how strong the Lowland League is. Yeah, it does, doesn't exactly, it? Yeah. yeah, that's the reason why. Clubs in League Two don't want relegation and promotion. Yeah, because there's um, there's teams that are so ambitious in the Lowland League uh, and even in the the West and East of Scotland. We've got the top team tomorrow night: John Hartson and Craig Moore. <laughs> I'm going to face the, these two for that one. No, just listen, that th- th- thanks for tonight, Barry. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah, no problem. Enjoy. No problem. Thank you, Mark. Can't see you. Are you? Exactly. Can't see me. Thanks so much. Uh, coming up Cheers, next, Paul. it's going to be Joe Colday. Just after the news, uh, we're back tomorrow at five. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, brand new Toyota showroom in Kennishead Road, Darnley. Let's go. There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.